Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 142, and it is chapter one in Vampire Month. So, you. Uh, Heck yeah. We always come back to vampires. Vampires and zombies. That seems to be the two things that we really like blah, watching. Blah, I think, blah. I think it's because there's so many of them. I think zombies <laughs> is winning by like six movies now mm -hmm. but vampires is a moderate second i would yeah, say yeah zombies are tricky because there's so many zombie films like there's just an yeah. infinite number of zombie films where vampire movies like there's a lot of them but not quite as many and zombie films fall into several other horror yeah. genres as well because we did like what natural or disasters and contagious mm -hmm. films like or yeah. virus films which is also zombie like ends up falling into the zombie category yeah. too yeah. so we end up watching way more oh yeah zombies is a lot of stuff but for chapter one i picked a netflix film it came out last year october it was vampires versus the bronx and uh, a really good one uh one of my seven words kind of exemplifies how I feel about it uh, but it's really good it's a kids not super kids film you know it's not like no uh, what's, that, what's that Jonathan Lipnicki one when he's a vampire a little vampire the littlest vampire yeah it's not that cute because people get murdered in this movie well, it's kind of like Stranger Things-ish yeah yeah this is Stranger Things or you could say it's like The Lost Boys <laughs> <laughs> a lot of scenes kind of match that movie especially how vampires die they get real close to one and stab it. Then they, <laughs> they kind of scuttle off. But, uh, no, this movie is absolutely amazing. So, uh, you know, just turn on Netflix. You probably have it. There's an 80% chance that you have Netflix. And, and check it out. It's really good. Uh, it was really fucking good. I know you said one of the main kids, you saw him in, in the Heights. Yes. Yeah, so the there's a kid in this movie called uh, Luis, and he is, like, the third friend not the main there's like two kids yeah Miguel who is the, the, main the main two kids and then they add on a third friend like I don't know 10 minutes into the movie a little bit into the movie um, and that third kid Luis he is Sonny from In the Heights so he's like he's a really good kid I don't know <laughs> and then, I'm not gonna spoil In the Heights for you uh, there were tons of people I've seen in other things and then like a couple seconds in uh, Vivian, a character, uh, a really important character in this movie, uh, I realized it was uh, one of my favorite characters from Letterkenny. Her name is Gay, and she keeps <laughs> popping up. I can't wait for her to pop up again. She's absolutely the best. My favorite scene, so when she pops up the first time and, like, stink bombs the, the basement, yep. mm -hmm. like, Roll just, like, screams. He, like, shrieks when she runs in because he <laughs> doesn't know who it is, and it <laughs> always makes me laugh. And then the first time that they... They stop her and they take off her mask and, and roll it goes, oh, a girl! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it's really cool. Uh, this movie is absolutely amazing. So uh, whenever you get a chance, check out Vampire vs. the Bronx. So we'll get into the story. Uh, it's really cool. So I know recently um, with the Invisible Man movie, which is really good, uh, it's modern and then they bring in different elements that like you wouldn't think would work with a scary movie and in this one uh, they use gentrification with that was going to be one of my seven words oh no, I just said the it. word I, I have one too <laughs> but they use uh, gentrification with vampires and it yeah. yep. in a way that's yeah. very metaphorical yeah and it really worked out and it's you know and they picked a place that's predominantly you know darker people and so that worked out too with it 
Uh, it's really nice. It's like uh, how Jordan Peele does movies. You can bring up racial ideas and stuff and not be like, damn, white and evil, even though in Get Out it kind of is that. But uh, <laughs> uh, but there, there's cooler ways to bring up situations like that. Uh, and this movie does it really good, especially for like you know kids and stuff. I don't think kids would be like, oh, oh white people are vampires. But, you know, there's signs and stuff. So I mean, I would. <laughs> hey, can you step outside your door real quick? I have to check something. <laughs> but no, uh, it's a fun one. So well, we'll get going. Uh, the beginning of it, which, you know, in any, every scary movie, there's always one person that dies before the credits hit because it's kind of how you have to do it. The credits show, I think, first, and then this person. Um, is, she is a... Um, owner of a nail salon and she's actually helping Vivian she is a new resident of the Bronx and they're like you came to the Bronx and she's like this nice white lady and like yeah I love it here and it's like Like, yeah I got priced out of my neighborhood yeah she's like yeah I know I know how you feel but uh but she tells her that she's gonna be the last person because she sold her business to a company Murnau is that how yep. you say it? Yeah, Murnau. Murnau Properties, and she's like, I got tons of money. I'm getting the hell out of here, so have fun in the Bronx. And uh, this broker comes in, uh, his name Frank, to finalize everything. And I don't know how other people feel, like in movies, I guess they don't understand how the tone of words work. But some guy's like, so, you're going to move somewhere with your family? Like, nah, it's just me. Oh, all alone. Poor Zoe Saldana. Nice. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Why'd you say all alone? Right. Why, why you seem happier now that I said right. that? I don't like this. Get out of my get out of, get out of here and pull out a gun. Come on, he Gamora. seriously like, looked at her, cocked his head, and went, "Oh." I'm gonna say like that was one of the most unbelievable things about this movie. Like I know this movie's about vampires and like they're fake or whatever, but like a woman of color in the Bronx legitimately telling some random white dude that she's like barely knows at, yeah. at night like oh yeah it's just me like no <laughs> women don't do that so it's like it's a known thing you don't tell men that you are alone no. ever forever for anything like yeah. she knows so especially being from the Bronx and being a woman of color like she knew. Well, yeah. Well, she probably thought I could beat this man up if I had to. Well, so. I mean, Gamora definitely could. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but uh, while Frank is smiling and stuff, oh no, a vampire comes out from the darkness and just yanks her up. So she's dead. That was the most. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Uh, and so it gets going, and you see um, through some exposition from a girl that's like on her um, what Glow Instagram. TV. Yeah, it's basically Instagram Live. Yeah, yeah. It's Glow TV or yeah. whatever. Because well, she's Gloria. She, she, was, she was calling it. She was calling it Glow TV. That yeah. was like her yeah. Instagram, it but was, she was calling it Glow TV. It was definitely Instagram. Then we get sued, right? Uh, but Miguel, Miguel is organizing this block party. Seems to be. It's always like in movies. It's always this one little cute little kids trying to like save something. Everybody's like, eh, it's all right. I guess. Right? He's like, no, this place is awesome. But he's trying to raise money to save the bodega where his friend Tony works. He owns it. And because the whole neighborhood's getting bought up by this company. And gentrification is happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what show is it where they talk about gentrification and they're all like terrified of it? I can't remember the show. It wasn't in Atlanta. It was some predominantly black show and gentrification happens and it's like zombies. They're all scared of it. But uh, that's going down and... Uh, his best friends, they um, 
they're joining them, they're helping them out. One of the kids is getting involved with uh, gang activity, and the other guy is super nerdy and he's really funny. <laughs> and so um, Miguel's really scared that everything's going to change, and you know their heritage and how they grew up is going to be different, which is a really good you know reason. <laughs> but the courthouse gets bought by that company, and he sees people in the windows watching them and stuff and there is a gang what's the name of the main gang Henny. member? Henny. So this one dude in the group is an asshole slim. He's the biggest guy. Mm-hmm. Big, old, big old tubby boy. Because uh, you always gotta call a fat guy like tiny or slim yeah. or like that's, that's, <laughs> that's always the trope. That's, that's the trope. The if you're fat you gotta have a name that calls you small. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Miguel gets a little too close to the courthouse and uh, there's some vampires there, and this creepy, like, pale guy is like, I think I can get that kid. And starts chasing him down. <laughs> Do you have to, like, move? <laughs> and so he's getting chased by a vampire, and he's on his bike, scooting away. He bumps into the gang, and Slim's like, nope, I'm catching this kid, I'm gonna beat his ass. And so he's getting chased by a gang member and vampires. And uh, he dips out and actually evades Slim, and Slim's looking for him in this weird, like, tunnel alleyway area and then he meets the vampire guy and he's like you're weird looking mm-hmm. <laughs> and the vampire guy keeps walking closer he's like yeah you can stay over there chief I don't I don't like you you're weird looking and then he gets grabbed by this dude he's a vampire and starts drinking his blood and lifts him into the air so Miguel sees all of this and the vampire sees him seeing this and he's like oh I really gotta eat you now and huh? runs off to the bodega where Tony Bobby and Luis they're all there and he hides and he says, that dude's a fucking vampire, like one of these nude people in, you know, in the city. The guy comes in and what he buys, what? Disinfectant for his hands and he's yeah. walking around. He sees that there's no reflection in the window, in the, like that reflective window in stores so you can see everywhere, see if people are stealing. And then they don't see a reflection. He's like, what the fuck? You know, uh, they watch, the next day they watch the movie Blade to get all their rules for vampires, which, yeah. It, it follows the rules pretty good. I mean, Blade just explodes them real quick. I mean, they do explode in this movie, too. Uh, and they go over what they know about killing vampires. They visit the office during daylight to try to figure out uh, where the nest is because there's got to be like a big old nest and figure out their plan because why are vampires in the Bronx? Uh, that guy, Frank, from the beginning of the movie, he, uh, he has a meeting with them and he closes all the shutters takes him to the office, locks the door, and he's like, so what do you kids want? And they're like, oh, this is creepy. <laughs> and uh, Louise fakes a, what, low blood sugar mm-hmm. attack? <laughs> it just kind of falls over. And while Frank is being distracted by Vivian, which gives him a big old check to help save the bodega, she's so nice, she keeps popping up. Uh, they steal a USB and some plans, and they find out that, yes, they're, oh. And a key. And a key, a creepy skull a key. skeleton key. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And so they find out that they, the vampires are buying all the places and the courthouse is the nest and every level is just full of vampires. There's going to be tons of vampires in the Bronx. They're like... Coffins for days. Yeah. And it's like everyone's in danger. We got to like do something about this. And then they get arrested by the cops as they leave. (laughs) 
because, you know, kids sneaking into a, a property that's not supposed to be there. And so um, they get confronted by the residents of the Bronx and they're like, hey, it's fucking vampires. We got this evidence because we snuck in and we saw some weird shit. Look at it. And they show their phone, the recordings, what they saw. And there's nothing on the phone. And they're like, what are you talking about? You guys just running from nothing. The vampire is a reflection situation. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Well, and that main girl. Yeah, she pops up and says, She's yeah, like, you wouldn't be able to yeah. see it. Like, no, they Rita. don't show up. Yeah, yeah. Rita, they don't show up in pictures or Yeah, because they don't have a soul. And everyone's yeah. like, what? She's like, uh, it's common knowledge. <laughs> and so she backs away. Uh, everyone laughs at them, and he actually... Frank is at the door and he's like, well, Frank, come out here. Like, go into the sunlight. And he comes out and nothing happens to him. And the cops, they get all their stuff back except the key. He hides it somewhere else. Uh, but, you know, Frank schmoozes it, it up? Schmooze? Schmoozes. Yeah. yeah, schmoozes it up with the cops and they're like, oh, you're, you're a cool dude. You know, whatever. Uh, we find out that Frank is like a human servant to the vampires, so they're called a what familiar. They, I was going to say what yeah. they call, I think familiar. it was a familiar. So in, uh, like, What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Guillermo, he's like oh, the familiar, Guillermo. and he's like one of the best. Or uh, Blade, they all have the Yeah, they had the tattoos on their lips. Yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> yeah, catch him. So, Guillermo's in that new vampire movie. Oh, the werewolf movie. Too. The werewolf movie. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, that's an October one. Right? I'm We're going to watch that. It looks good. Um, so... You've, they find out that Miguel still has the key, and so he actually hires Henny and the gang to hunt them down. And plus, there's still some <clears throat> locations that haven't bought out. So he's like, "Hey, how about you just kind of drive around and just break things and shoot stuff? You know, get people scared, so they want to sell." And he's like, "That's kind of fucked up." He's like, "Hey, here's a big old briefcase of money, so you don't have to worry about anything for the rest of your life." He's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> I can break stuff. That's cool." Uh, <laughs> so Henny and them are looking for Miguel. And uh, let me see, Vivian, she goes to, to the bodega to look for Miguel, and Tony's there. And at this point, Tony, I'd say he's 50-50 on believing Miguel with the whole vampire thing. But then he realizes that Vivian is a vampire because of her reflection in the camera. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. And so he gives her some, like, food real quick. And he's like, hey, it's, it's on, oh, hummus. Yeah, she just grabs hummus. And he's like, going. hey, it's on the house. Yeah, you're good. I'll, I'll see you at the, the block party. You can leave now. <laughs> and it looks like she leaves, and Tony's like, ah, what the fuck? I need to get out of here. Vivian, she vampires her way back into the building somehow really fast. And she gets burned by Tony's uh, crucifix, little mm-hmm. pendant. But then he swings his prized uh, Sammy Sosa bat, <laughs> and it gets broken, and he gets eaten. And I was like, oh, Tony. <laughs> yeah. You were the coolest. There goes the bodega. And so uh, while they're at church, uh, or mass. Yeah. Mass. Mm-hmm. They're at mass, the kids, uh, they sneak out and they actually get some holy water from the uh, pastor? Yeah. The pastor. Hey, it's it's, priest, it, it's yeah. uh, Method priest. Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was funny to see Method Man as a good person because he's always like crazy. I'm still my spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right when they walked in, I saw like the soda. I'm like, oh, they're dumping that shit out. And yeah. It's like, yeah, right, we need holy water. So they grab a ton of holy water. And so their plan is they're going to go to the nest and they got to take care of this themselves. Rita joins them. Bobby is kind of in this existential crisis because um, his mom's single, a single mom. And he, I guess he kind of feels he needs to get money to help out around. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it the wrong way. He's joining 
the bad the gang, Henny's gang, and so he's actually there with the gang, and he realizes that they're looking for Miguel, and they're gonna do bad stuff to him, so he's like, oh shit, I need to get out of here. Hops out the window, and he meets back up with them, like, hooray. So they go to Tony's bodega, and they find blood. What's and he doing? the bat broken, yeah. and the necklace. And the necklace. So they put it on, and then, oh no, the gang, they rolled up, so Henny's like, I see you guys. Like, he's they try to hide real quick. He's like, I saw you. And so they run to the alleyway. And so, gang to the left of me, vampires to my right. <laughs> and the kids are like, holy shit. And so they sneak off real quick. The gang, Henny's gang, sees the vampires. He's like, I think they say something like, oh, I like your jackets. Yeah, you can come out of that. And yeah. the vampires are like, and they get shot and they fall down. And then they do the cool, just rise back up. The Undertaker like, rise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh shit. So Henny gets. And his friends get eaten by the vampires. Like, oh, I thought they would, like, team up at the end and realize, like, oh, shit, we all need to kind of band together and do this. No, they get eaten by vampires. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that sucks. So they head back home, and while they're running away from all the madness, they find Vivian. And so she's walking down the street, being a nice white lady, and they grab him, like, Vivian, there's vampires down there. Come with us. And so they make it back to Miguel's apartment, and Vivian does the, like, She's standing by the door, like in um, in Fright Night, mm-hmm. the newer one, like um, what's his name, the the cute guy in Fright Night, that was the vampire, Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin Farrell's like at the doorway and he's like, "You have a nice home." Like vampires always say that because they want you to like, yeah. and, like think about the your doorway. house. And they're like, "Oh, I like your your uh, cabinets. They're really pretty." Mm-hmm. And they just kind of look at you like, "Oh, you want to come in?" Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. And so Vivian's playing this game. She's like, oh, house is really nice from this far away. I always feel so awkward. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to just come in. I'm trying to be nice. Uh, the kids, really quick. I'm so glad that they kind of realized, like, why the fuck is she at the door? She's a fucking vampire. And so their holy water, uh, I don't know if this is an old school way to know if vampires are around at holy water bubbles. Yeah. I don't think I've seen anything else with that in it. Because the be bottle something. was boiling in his backpack. Yeah, it might be something old. I've never yeah. heard of that. I know white roses, they don't like those. Mm-hmm. In, cross, in moving water, vampires don't like moving water. Mm-hmm. But that's an old thing, so that's why I don't use it. But they realize Vivian's a vampire, and then she instantly just snaps. She's like, yeah, I'm going to kill all y'all, and I'm going to get my key back, and all this stuff. And they're like, well... Take some holy water sprite, bitch. <laughs> and so they splash her in the face. She scoots off. She's like, that hurt a lot. I'll be back. Um, it's funny. She actually buys the apartment complex. So she's mm-hmm. like, technically, you don't have to ask permission because it's yours. And I'm like, that's a really smart way to get around the whole like permission thing. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I own it. I don't need permission. So it, it's really cool. The, the next morning, the kids realize they have to take care of this themselves and they can't wait till nighttime. They have to do it now. And they do the smart thing, but it takes all day. They prepare and they get weapons and get ready to go into the nest. And, you know, they're done and ready to go at around what, 5.15 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Which is how it always works. It can't it can't be like 11 a.m. where you're fighting vampires. It's got to be no. almost nighttime. Uh, Rita, she goes with them, but um, they tell Rita to go back to get help. Uh, well, she, she tells them, like, hey, don't go into the nest yet. Let me grab some more people so you know, it'll be a more fair fight. And they're like, okay. And then they go right in right after she leaves. The vampires are up on the roof, like, the hanging ceiling. upside down. Yeah, the ceiling. And uh, was it Miguel that climbed up? I can't uh, remember which kid did it. 
no. It was one of no. It wasn't Miguel. It was, it was Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. So Bobby one of the, climbed up. Yeah, one of the yeah, kids climbed up on the scaffold. The other two were like arguing about how to do it, and he oh, just whipped okay. it out of his backpack and was like, "See." Yeah. So they climb up to the scaffolding, and just like in the Lost Boys, vampires asleep, and they're like, "Yeah, take that asshole!" And they actually kill one of them really like quick. no effort all yeah. the way through. And got him, and I was like, "Oh shit, these kids are hardcore." Uh, another vampire gets a um, with the body of Christ, the little. Oh, the cracker shoved in his yeah, mouth. Luis. And, yeah, Luis. Yeah, he's like, the power of Body Christ. of Christ, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it absolutely melts you. And I was like, damn, that's yeah, awesome. That was uh, incredible. It's crazy. And so the kids break off because, like, they did some damage, but they're like, uh, we're not prepared for this. And it's nighttime. And so they're running away. Um, Vivian gets the key back because they left it in the bag. <laughs> and they get the bag. And so it's like, hey, you know what this key does? It opens this box and it's full of vampire ashes of the first vampire they didn't want to say dracula i guess um but we <laughs> even though this... everything else in this movie right. hints at dracula Nosferatu. Yeah. well murnau is the original director of yeah. nosferatu yeah. the whole symbol for murnau is vlad the impaler yeah. which was the original yeah like right. that's they all like the... wink at the camera yeah it's like you know who we're talking hint, about hint 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 <laughs> hey that you know that vampire <laughs> <laughs> and so they run off and vivian's plan is to use that vampire ashes because it's like one little snoot of the ashes and after you get bit you turn into a vampire so they're going to mm-hmm. grow their army the the kids run off because they're like holy shit you know, we're not ready for this and uh, they kind of moderately split up at some point Vivian's flying after them and Luis actually kills a vampire with a skateboard a that broken skateboard and just kind of stabs him I'm like dang these kids are hardcore um, Vivian uh, is beating up the kids and she's about to, like, kill Miguel. And then the Bronx residents pop up with their homemade weapons. Well, she was, grabbed Bobby, didn't she? Or was that Miguel that she poofed the powder in his face? No, it was Bobby. Bobby. She grabbed Bobby. Bobby. But, that she was, went, but that was later. Because at the beginning, she was about to get Miguel. The residents pop up, and they kind of help with the fight. They're kind of shittily helping. And then at some point, she grabs she Bobby yeah. and blows the dust in his face because she's going to turn him into a vampire. And then Miguel, this whole time, was riding down the street on his bike. And it took five minutes, and he came back going full uh, speed, and he jousts Vivian with the Sammy Sosa bat, and yeah. he impales her. And I was like, holy shit, that's awesome, because if I saw a kid just ah, running at me going like 10 miles per hour, I'm like, hey, get out of here, kid. <laughs> and then I'd eat everybody. Uh, but Vivian, she dies, and they saved the day. It was really sweet. Uh, two weeks later, they have this sweet-ass mural for Tony on the wall, and I was asking Katie, so, like, that company bought a fuck ton of the Bronx. Yeah. But they technically are gone. But I wonder if they, like, paid in full. So, like, who owns all those places? Can the old places come back? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're paid for officially. Do they just quietly just take all that shit down and, like, this is my We don't even know if that was the head of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been a head somewhere else. I mean, it's... Could have been from a Sylvania somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Sylvania. Fuck. <laughs> it makes sense he'd come to a Sylvania. Right. So all the kids are like, man, we're pretty good at being vampire hunters. And uh, the Gloria, uh, the live streaming girl, she says that, you know, hey, come to the Bronx if you want to get your ass kicked. And I was like, that's cool. Uh, I They haven't brought up if they're making a part two, but they could easily do it. Because like really Micah could. said, uh that wasn't, Vivian wasn't the head head vampire. Well, and in those more. plans, there were fucking, like, 
500 coffins in City Hall or the courthouse or whatever yeah. that was. Mm-hmm. Like, what's to say that those homies don't just like, yeah. So I'm very pumped. Uh, it was great. I enjoyed the movie for you know for what it was. It's a good vampire movie. It was it's great new and stuff. So, uh, what was everybody's favorite character in Vampires vs. the Bronx? Katie. Uh, my favorite character was Luis. <laughs> he was hilarious. He was so insightful with all of his fucking nerdy vampire knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, he's my kind of person. Like, he yeah. clearly has done his homework. He's watched all sorts of scary movies, uh, which we I can relate to. Like, we can relate to that shit. Yep. And he was there. He immediately, like... His friend said there was a vampire in the Bronx, and he was immediately like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I believe you. Like, let's mm-hmm. fucking do it. Let's let's go. Right. Uh, he was ride or die, and he is fucking great, and I loved him in In the Heights, so uh, I liked that kid. So, he's great. There you go. Emma. Well, I knew everybody else was going to pick main characters because they were all phenomenal. But I liked Father Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> he was hilarious. He just, his tiny little quips, and he's coming in there, those bastards stole my Sprite. Yeah. I was like, eh. And he's coming out there with the goddamn crucifix. Yeah. Just whaps her in the face. I was like, yes, you go. No. He, he was awesome. It's always good to see a red man doing, oh, oh. met the man doing stuff. Yeah. I'm sad yeah. the red man wasn't in it either. Oh, for yeah. sure. Micah. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony. And it's pretty easy to to say how cool that guy was. I mean, just keeping kids off the streets as much as he can. Like, yep. yeah, I got a tiny little TV with an Xbox. Come on, let's let's play some video games. Yeah. Uh, Don't oh, tell oh, your mom wait. I let you watch Blade. I know. <laughs> that reminds me, because uh, when I was younger, uh, I used to go hang out with my aunt and uncle, Emma and Jerry, and I got to watch Blade over at Jerry. I got to watch Blade and Lethal Weapon 4, and I thought it was so cool. I watched rated R movies at Hell 12. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you would think you were cool at 12. Hey, man, those frosted tips. <laughs> I knew Shit. what I was about. <laughs> you don't mess around. Uh, but, yeah, no, Tony was awesome. And the fact that he, like, he was a father figure to all those kids. Because he was just like, all oh, these kids have this wild imagination and everything. But they're not hurting anybody. Yeah. So. Watch some Blade. Let's let's learn some shit. You know? <laughs> oh my god, the mom shows up. You let them watch Blade, didn't you? Mm, no. What's Blade? No. What's what's Blade? Blade? I don't know that. <laughs> fucking tweet. They're like, Blade! <laughs> <laughs> Dancing around. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, Tony's awesome. Um, I actually picked... I had Miguel slash Tony. Yeah. I was wondering if anybody was going to do it. Um, the main character, Miguel, was actually really good and like I said there's always a character in certain types of movies like this where it's like hey we have to save this thing and everybody else is like yeah it's cool but they're like like strong pressed to like protect something and he was like after learning vampires were real I guess he didn't realize how really scary that can be because these motherfuckers are super strong and shit but he was down to like do work on these vampires as you really kind of have to when vampires pop be like we gotta shut them down now we're like we gotta kill them well and he held strong super like super strong to his convictions yeah because and it didn't matter what was going on around yeah. him and you know it, it wasn't perfect because he kept screwing things up between his friends and you know almost chased, he didn't give a uh, fuck uh what was his name Bobby Bobby, Bobby was one of the yeah, guys yeah. He, uh or Louise yeah. 
no Bobby. He almost chased Bobby off into you know back into the yeah. game life. Yeah. And you know he just wouldn't let anybody tell him no. You know, mm-hmm. and he's just going around passing out the flyers to the bodega and everything because he's like, this is the right thing to do. Why yeah. aren't you guys like? I'm not <laughs> trying to be dumb and get anybody in trouble. Like, this is what you're what we're supposed to do. Yeah, it was a good character. Mm-hmm. Usually in horror movies, that person doesn't really make it to the end because they're just a little too good. But sometimes they're the last, the final girl. Mm-hmm. Usually they're really that nice. But a guy like that, nah, he'd have died. He'd have been like almost <laughs> made it to the end and then died. And then it would have been Rita. She would have been the last one. So, uh, what was everybody's least favorite character? Katie. Um, it was a tie for me between Henny and Slim. Yeah. Um, the gang members. The yeah. gang members <laughs> I, I mean, the other... There were other gang members there, but they didn't have any lines. Like, yeah. they were just background. But Henny and Slim were garbage. Slim, I disliked because he was a super asshole. Like, these boys are, like, 13, 14. Yeah. And they're little. And they were innocent. Like, these kids were super innocent. Like, oh, very. They weren't, like, thug life, like, trying to be gangster or anything. They were, like, little nerdy kids, like, just trying to live their lives. And Slim was like, hey, I want those fucking sneakers. Even though they don't fit me, like, let me go fucking steal them off you. And then he, like, chased down He spilled Miguel. his drink on him on accident because yeah. he lost his balance on his bike and he goes I'm gonna kill you yeah and then like immediately was just up in arms and like ready to fucking kill a child and like bruh it is not that serious like slow your roll and then it was just a fucking mess so Slim was garbage and then Henny because he spent the entire movie trying to get Bobby to join his gang Mm -hmm. and to, to do some horrible shady shit and it's like if the gang life is your thing and like you want to be in a gang good for you like do your thing but you shouldn't don't actively try to don't actively try to recruit children into your gang Mm -hmm. like go find some adults somewhere who don't got anything better to do and have them join your gang like find people like (sighs) it's just a mess I'm like it's perpetuating horrible stereotypes. Yup. And I disliked it. Fuck that guy. (laughs) 100%. Emma. I'm gonna have to agree wholly with that. I really tried to think about somebody else besides them that I didn't like because I knew that was also gonna be the first. I really couldn't for all the exact reasons that you talked about. Anybody who, if you spilled soda on me, if I immediately went to, I'm gonna kill you, like, please call the cops on me. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was so over the top. And I, like, God bless the freaking actor that played Bobby because his face, when Henny handed him that gun, I was like, yeah, that's about how a 12-year-old would be. Yeah. And he's like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Like, like do we really have to use these? And he's yeah. like, what do you think this is, a cakewalk? And I yeah. was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah. Thoroughly uncomfortable. Micah. I'm going to go with Frank the Familiar. Hey. He was an asshole. Well, not only was he an asshole, he was kind of weak. Paula, Paula Tori? Paula, 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 Paula. Paladori. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Familiar's a character. Also the writer yeah. of The Vampire. He, he reminded me of the familiar from 30 Days of Night mm-hmm. yeah. when he's stuck in the jail cell and they just destroy him. 
And he's like, wait, can I can I become a vampire? Like, do I get I, the I, gift? Do I get the gift? And then he Oof. becomes this, like, sniveling little weasel. And, you know, he's the one who hired the gang in the first place to, to chase, you know, everybody else out. Garbage. And, yeah, he just, he, when it comes to humans, he's like this tough, super smart, badass, yeah. like, like uh, businessman who just knows knows the streets and knows how to buy him out and what to do. Then all of a sudden the vampires show up and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, master. Did I, you know, do I, did I please you? Did, can I, can I join your, your crew now? <laughs> yeah, that was And then the he most. gets destroyed. So yep. good for him. Oh yeah. It's in any instance of vampire movies when there's a familiar in what we do in the shadows, uh, Guillermo, he goes to a meeting with other familiars and it's like, Oh, how long have you been working with that vampire? He's like, oh, like seventy-two years. I'm like, oh my god. It's like, oh, they're gonna. They said they're gonna give, bite me and give me the gift like next month. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> What's the point? You're old now. Yeah, and all the vampires like anytime they bring it up, like, hey, you said you're gonna, you know, make me a vampire. They always like roll their eyes, like, oh, okay. You know, it's <laughs> interesting because I just thought of when we did let the right one in, and how different that was for the familiar because that was more of a love thing than, yeah. than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, but familiars usually, they're kind of crap in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, like in 30 Days a Night, he was all gross and stuff, and it's like, hey, turn all that, break all that stuff before we get there. It's like, hey, turn me. And it's like, nah, you're kind of gross. <laughs> I'm just going to kill you. We can get another human person. Uh, yeah, Look Frank. Look your hand's all broken. Yeah. Like, you're damaged. Goods. Yeah, you're all weird looking. <laughs> but no, I, I went with Frank. Frank's poop. Like, familiars are poop, so. Frank was <laughs> Frank was a lot. And uh, in Salem's Lot, which is another story, this is kind of based on the same situation where they kind of, house by house, they're just shutting it down and turning everybody into vampires. I think there's a movie version of it. It's a Stephen King story. The same thing happens. There's a familiar in the daytime buying all this stuff, and then at night, the vampire just starts nomming on people, and everyone's getting sick. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, some like pandemic's happening. And then little by little, first person that got sick, goes out and he's running around doing vampire stuff. They're like, oh, shit. Uh, but good story. But yeah, Frank's poop. So let's Agreed. do seven word synopsis. Hell yes. Uh, Micah, go first. So Yuri, uh, so I don't um, burn yours. So this one, I gotta get my reading glasses on. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, gentrified city victimized by vampires. <laughs> <laughs> That's his reporter voice. I like it. <laughs> and then this one had to do with uh, uh, her Vivian. character Vivian in Letterkenny because her name is Gay G A E. <laughs> Sex with lady vampires is so gay. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you, sex with gay? Are you, are you saying mean? gay sex changed your life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> gay sex is the best I've ever had. <laughs> that will never get old. Otis? Oh, hey. me? Uh, so, my first one is gentrifi- gentrification and vampires. Match made in heaven. And then, it's a New York version of Lost Boys. There you go. <laughs> it really is. I said darker at first, and I was like, oh, darker has, like, multiple meanings. It's a little scarier than that. <laughs> and darker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Katie. Stranger Things meets Heights meets Gentrifying Vampires. Damn. There you go. <laughs> yup. What a pizza that was. I like it. Yup. 
it fixed all the problems that In the Heights had. Yeah. If <laughs> just vampires popped up. No, no uh, <laughs> I'm talking about... So In the Heights got a lot of shit um, when they came out for deleting the Afro-Latin community of the Washington Heights. And this movie, like, did the opposite of that. And was like, yeah. this movie was very Afrocentric, Afro-Latin-centric, and good for them. Yeah. Like, an accurate portrayal of the Heights. Yeah. Good job. All right, I have a few. Uh, dude, we got vampires in the Bronx. <laughs> and then need proof we got this we're blades <laughs> and then vampire gay wants you for fuck you Ooh, <laughs> also another letter can you reference uh, and then another gentrification in my alliterative Bronx business bought by Blanco blood sucking businessmen hey. and then bleh 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 boys bully Bronx boys <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have that we were talking about I don't know you guys got on the doctors and one of you say bleh 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 doctor it's just a sound bite that I took I don't know what else we were talking about but just bleh bleh, bleh doctor so anytime I hear bleh I just hear that voice so doctor I couldn't find a budget or box office I looked for like 10 seconds I couldn't find it it's a little new so I don't yeah. think they have like a wasn't Set it Netflix? Numbers. And it's Netflix, yeah. so they don't put shit out. Yeah. They don't want anyone to know how much money they're spending on their shit. Right. right. In case it does bad. Correct. Right. If it does good, they're like, hey, we're spending like a hundred million. We got like a billion back. All right. And they're like, oh, it did good. They did bad. Uh, they just go into the bushes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this movie came out October 2nd, 2020. Uh, it's new as hell. Give it a shot. It's really, really good. I enjoyed it. It was really it fucking was. good. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Vampires versus the Bronx? Go watch it. Nope. I hope they make a sequel. Yeah. Yep. I really do. It I was really fuck fucking good. I enjoyed their take on vampires. Like, that's how it should be. Vampires are kind of like glass cannons. Like, if they catch you off guard, you're done. Yeah. But... You stab them like the skin's softer for some reason. And everything just like impales in them and they just because explode. They're undead, just yeah, like zombies. they're just a pretty version of mold. Yeah, so it's like that's the thing. Is like if you catch them off guard, like oh hey, it's like you know ten a.m. Man, take that right. Son of a bitch. Uh, it's easy to take them out. So I enjoyed that, and they're not like you know thirty days a night vampires where they're like super strong. You gotta be a vampire to kind of beat them and stuff. Be like, oh, we can't win this. Like, I'm just going to be a vampire. Yeah. But uh, no, this is a good one. So if you have any other cool vampire fun facts, you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have an email address. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another vampire film. I'm very excited. I like the vampire movies we're doing. And we have a couple, like lined up so i'm very pumped for it so thanks so much for listening we'll see you soon okay bye guys bye Toots. what is that oh not again oh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Bleh, bleh. Bleh.